Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Come to you from underneath a peach blossom. It's time for an episode of Be Awesome. Find positivity throughout your life and work. Just like our mascot booster, Steve the Jerk. Hello, Be Awesome listeners, viewers, followers, subscribers. This is your host, Joshua Peach. This is an interesting one. This is the first ever back-to-back episode with the same person uh, for two different podcasts. Um, So if you've listened to the Be Awesome at Facility Management podcast, you know about Aubrey Kirkpatrick and the work that he does in Moncton, New Brunswick. If you haven't heard the Be Awesome at Facility Management podcast, when you're done listening to this, head over there if you want so you can hear the business side, which isn't all that different uh, and who Aubrey is but you can learn about the work and the amazing work that he does for the 18,348 students in uh, Magnificent Moncton. Uh, I have asked my Be Awesome at Facility Management podcast co-host, Mr. Paul Anastasi, co-host with the most, to join us um, because uh, last week Paul uh, took on the daunting task of driving 1,328 round-trip miles to me with me to go to Miramichi. Canada to, to meet with Aubrey and 87 other New Brunswick Aswell members. And uh, they, as in pure Paul fashion, he instantaneously made a bond uh, with everybody there, but especially with Aubrey and, um, and they, they're not, they're not similar. They're not, they don't have all the same beliefs and all the same thought process of things. And, and they got along great, which I thought was um, what we need more of uh, political beliefs, uh, any beliefs, and you can you don't need to agree with them to get along um, and and have a, a, a bond, and you guys form one. So, Paul, thanks for for jumping on. Um, we are no here. We're, we're not in Miramichi, Canada. No. We are in what was snowy yesterday, Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places. Um, and and we're going to sit down here, and we're gonna we're gonna get into uh, Aubrey, the the human being, personal mm-hmm. side of things. That's had some uh, some interesting, some difficult, some ugly, and and some wonderful uh, life experience. Yeah. So, uh, Aubrey, welcome first and foremost. Thanks for for giving us your time on both Thank podcasts. You. First ever, both both uh, both channels. I so, feel very honored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So, so Aubrey, born and bred in Canada. Yes, New Moncton. Brunswick. Yep, New Brunswicker. So you started in Moncton, and you're there straight through, or uh moved to Fredericton to go to school yeah um and a neat fact my wife and I uh when we were in our late 20s uh sold our house we put our whatever little things we had into storage got a backpack and we traveled Europe for a little over nine months almost 10 months uh and uh yeah this is pre-k yeah pre-kids yes and uh, yeah. and uh, that was such an amazing time we we were over to I think it was like over 19 countries and we just traveled back and forth across the continent and uh, it was uh, it was just yeah. magnificent so both of you were working before you went to we Europe? both had jobs and we said you know yeah. what life is short let's uh let's do this thing yeah yeah so, so that's also known as a a, a dink 
<laughs> yes. Dual income, dual income no kids. <laughs> well, we spent her off. <laughs> and yeah. then some. So, so start over. Yeah. Start over. Yeah, let's get um, Aubrey, you, you, you've been uh, a personal friend of mine for almost 20 years. And uh, and it started as a, as not a business friendship because we didn't do business together for many, many years. But, uh, you know, I was working to do business in Canada. And, and through that, we built this this bond, this friendship um, that I that I'm so grateful for. And, and, uh, and I feel like I don't talk to you enough. Uh, but every time I do, I feel like it was just yesterday that we right? spoke. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, what I wanted to talk to you first and, and most importantly about was was probably the hardest part of this this conversation unless you find something um even more challenging that i didn't know to go through i can't imagine anything more challenging to go through than what you did a, just just a little over a year ago yeah. yeah um you know when we talk about covid uh it probably hit you harder than 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 anyone i know yeah. so um if you don't mind just kind of sharing and tell the story yeah sure. so yeah i mean covid was um full on in in our province, just like it was around the world, right? It's a worldwide pandemic, right? Yep. And that's what a pandemic means. And, you know, we were taking all the precautions, uh, our family, uh, my mom and dad had moved into a seniors complex um, and they were doing a great job looking after family there. And um, this was in December of, what did we figure that was? 20, 21. 21. Yep. And then they, yeah, they passed in, in, in January of twenty. 22 22, because we're in 23 oh my gosh long day um so um we celebrated christmas together uh our family went over to uh to they had an apartment in this really nice complex and my dad had dementia and he been basically i'd said goodbye to my father probably uh six or eight months before because the dementia was really you know beating him up right and uh, uh that was so difficult right and and I, I know that he would not have wanted to really exist in that state. So anyway, we went over at Christmas. My mom, vibrant, uh, lots of life and just the most amazing individual. Like just she would do anything for anybody at any time. Um, anyway, so when we arrived, she had like uh, trays of these uh, gingerbread cookies she always made at Christmas time. I think there was over 200. Right. And so she's still active and very vibrant and still driving and, and all that. She was 82. And um, so um come uh, just after new year's uh it was on their this is, i didn't tell you this it was on their 60th anniversary date they both were diagnosed with covid they actually didn't get to be together um because of it. they were separated because of covid rules and they both came down with the, with the, the virus and um so dad uh was um the first to go he he uh he died in the home but mom had been taken before or just as dad was going downhill fast she went to the hospital and um she uh got on a ventilator right away almost because she was really sick and she couldn't she couldn't kick it right so you know one of the silver linings we talked yesterday she didn't know dad had gone yeah. right and dad didn't know that she had gone and so uh five days later mom mom on the ventilator you know she passed we couldn't uh do anything and during this whole time i also came down with covid and so i couldn't be there by their side and i couldn't be there when they left this world uh unfortunately and uh you know with my mom we uh <clears throat> excuse me we my sister came down from Toronto and she was with her uh, when you know they took her off the ventilator and uh, 
I, because I, uh, I couldn't be there, uh, I recorded a message on my cell phone and she played, my sister played the message to my mom just to, before she passed, like within seconds, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that was really difficult. It's really that whole thing was like PTSD, right? I still suffer a little bit from that event How and that trauma, come? right? It was just, uh, you know, to lose your both your parents within five days was, um, you know, unheard of. And then, of course, we couldn't properly grieve because there was all sorts of rules around COVID, you know, and funeral you know, we couldn't have Canada just as most a lot of our listeners, probably ninety five percent of our listeners are in the United States. Yeah, Canada had very strict COVID we guidelines. We did, so yeah. it was like you guys were on yeah. like lockdown, like we, not quite China, but you no, were you were. There were periods of time we were yeah. into you know month we were good, and then we locked yeah. back down and, and those kinds of things. So yeah, and then the rules around you know gatherings and social gatherings and stuff, even funerals, right? We're limited the amount of people and. You couldn't hug. There was no hugs. And, yeah. You know, funerals is a place where you, you know, you want to share and uh, and those kinds of things. And it was really difficult. So, um, but we managed to pull off what I think was a really good farewell for both of them. And that's another odd thing, right? To do one funeral for your both your parents, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, my sisters, we struggled with that a bit, but um, uh, it was a special funeral. It was a special goodbye. Um, I had a lot of people say, you know, that that was uh, the way that you went about it and and how you honored them. And, and I did my father's eulogy and uh, and that was tough. But, uh, uh, you know, through higher power, I was able to do it and uh, honored my father. And, and my mom's eulogy was done by her uh, her niece in Saskatchewan, who she had a really special bond with. And so anyway, um, yeah, tough, tough times. But I wanted to share with you something uh that happened about five months later. So I had decided that I was going to get a tattoo mm -hmm. in honor of both my parents. So mom was going to get an eagle and my dad was going to get wildflowers. I haven't got that yet, yeah. but uh, it's in the hopper. It's going to happen in June again. Yeah. So I'm at the cottage June of the day that I'm supposed to go and get this tattoo. And um, I'm sitting outside. I'm a little nervous. Never had a tattoo before. I don't know what to expect in all of this. I didn't ask, right? I'm a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be surprised. And so I'm um, sitting there and having a cough, beautiful day. And along comes an eagle. It flies over top and perches in the trees just next to the lot next door. And we see eagles on the lake all the time, but this one stayed and it was there for about 45 minutes and it was a visit. And I knew that this, something was up with this. Yeah. So I went, got my phone, walked over and I was taking pictures and I was trying to sneak up on him. And I got right underneath basically of the eagle. And uh, I was like, you know, of this, right. And, and uh, I was going to get an eagle tattoo right here. I'm yeah. going to show you in a sec. So I got the phone that hit record and the eagle I swear, and you, you'll see it or you've seen it. The eagle actually uh, looks at me and then it, it pull, plucks a feather out, right? And drops the feather and the feather comes down. It comes in camera view and it lands at my feet. And I'm like, what has just happened here, right? It yeah. was just mind bending. And to me, I believe that it was a visit from my mom and that it was like, you know, the message was that it was going to be okay. Everything yeah. is, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be okay with this and yeah. with your tattoo but also with us going and we're in a good place right and so um i share that story because i think it's important for people to be able to recognize <clears throat> i think signs from uh, our loved ones that pass and there's lots of evidence that that occurs and the eagle's special right because 
Um, the eagle offering in many indigenous cultures believe that uh, the eagle is sacred because it flies closest to the creator. It symbolizes respect, honor, strength, and courage, and wisdom. And and uh, certainly here in the U.S., the eagle it plays in a yeah. significant role. And um, uh, it just, um, you know, made me feel like, you know, this has been tough, but, you know, we're watching over you and we're with you. I've seen lots of eagles since, and I continue to say, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, you may not have seen my post on LinkedIn, um, but I drive my son to school every day and, or when I'm, when I'm at home in the yeah. days that I don't, Amy does. And um, there's an eagle that I see every day and I stop and I, and I, when I watch it and I'm like sitting here, listen, I get it, the hair in the back of my neck is standing up. Like, yeah. Oh, right, there is some, some meaning and purpose to the Eagle of that. I didn't, didn't know about. Cause I'm the only person every time I drive down this one road along Sharon Lake, I'm the only person that undoubtedly every single time the Eagle sitting in a tree right. where I can see it. Right. And, uh, and, you know, and, and Amy sees it sometimes yeah. and other people see it sometimes, but I see it every time. And That's it's pretty amazing. wild. Right. Yeah. And I think um, that they, um, you know, we're all connected. We're all yeah. part of a spirit world in one form or another, right? Yeah. And so that's what I want to believe. Anyway, whether it's, it's true or not. So the belief is the belief is what you want it to be, and yeah. that's um, yeah. You know, I had I, I tell people, you know, because people there's people that don't believe in Santa Claus. I believe in Santa Claus. You're good and I tell and I am good friends with Santa Claus. Yeah. If I didn't believe in Santa Claus, then who's the guy that I talk to <laughs> on the phone, right? Right. But I always I I, I tell people I say. Why would you try to get anybody to, to believe something that they don't believe in, right? So if you believe in it, you know, believe in it and believe in it wholeheartedly and emphatically. So yeah. You, so you, here's the, the uh, you can see that. Oh yeah, you can put it right there in the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that, Paul? Yeah, yeah. I got it. Wow, that's so, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's in flight, uh, and uh, yeah, that's the in the uh, attack position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, the next step is I'm going to get the You Belong yeah. uh, and then uh, the Tom Petty song Wildflowers because my dad always picked flowers for my mom, right? Yeah. And uh, wildflowers. And sometimes when and in his early stages of dementia, he'd yeah. take a walk around the block, he'd come back with flowers. We think he was going to people's gardens yeah. and taking a few flowers. Yeah, right. But hey, yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get that and then some flowers that'll go up here and here and in, inside here and just have that's a, a serious a, that's a, a serious piece of it's art. It's going to be good. And uh, it's a tribute to, to them. So now you're hooked on tattoos too, I bet, right? Because it's what I talk to people that are nervous, they get it. And then they go, man, that was yeah. so cool. I'm going to keep going. I think so. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a CrossFitter. At this, I'm in my seventh year at CrossFit and you know, there's a... a a subset of crossfitters that are you know love yeah. the tattoos right yeah. so yeah. yeah wow yeah um that's that's um i i can't imagine you know the shock right mm -hmm. christmas gingerbread yeah. cookies 60th anniversary oh yeah like yeah, there's so many things right that's yeah. just like wow yeah um, yeah and you had, a, and you still had a day job that was going through. Yeah, still a very difficult time of making sure that you know your 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 uh, eighteen thousand three hundred forty eight kids yeah. and your twenty five hundred employees were were still getting what they needed to do. Yeah, for but, sure. And this and, is and what, one of the big points that I make is, I know what we were going through as adults. Yeah, I can't imagine what the kids were going through. Yeah, yeah. you know because. We're supposed to be able to make sense of that. 
Yeah. And, you know, kids six, seven, ten years old. I mean, I've got grandkids that are that old. And, and it's like, how? what's going on in their, their head when we're, go, when we're going through what, yeah. we were, what we were doing? And I think we're going to see the follow to that, you know, in our lives, in our mm -hmm. kids' lives, in their kids' yeah. lives over the next, you know, 10, 20 years. Because that's what happened in the uh, pandemic that happened in the 20s, right? Yeah. Uh, they saw, and we can go back and look at the fallout from a mental health perspective and yeah. product productivity and so forth. So, you know, one of the things that came out of that time was that, um, you know, we quickly learned that our role as school business officials, as 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 leaders within a school district, were very crucial to making sure that there was, you know, uh, proper supplies, proper PPPE. It's funny because I was out, you know, in my car delivering masks and test kits. And, you know, as yeah. the director, that's what we did because it needed to be done. Right. And so uh, you just do in time of emergency you pick up and we, just, we go into that mode we go into that mode it's like what's important right now this is what yeah. we need to do do what's in front of you let me yeah. you're you have always been and probably why we get along so well uh, a, a glass is half full optimistic mm -hmm. wanting to be make people happy yeah um even though you say you're introverted i think there's some <laughs> extroversion I, it, it's it's a press yeah. it's, a, it's a challenge that you have <laughs> i'm not this. buying the introverted part no i i buy it i yeah. buy it i i know but I, I but i think he's personally challenging himself to get out of his comfort zone right as he does with crossfit and other things yeah. um i've never asked you this um you must have been angry right you must have you had to have been angry at some point and i think that it, and you may not have been, but, you know, there was so much divide in the United States anyway. I don't know about Canada, where it was anti-vax, vax, it's real, it's fake, it's this, it's that. All while you're going through where you directly tie with both your parents mm. and you. Like, yeah. was there a point where you were like, and I hope I'm not, if you weren't, that all of a sudden now you're angry. And you're like, thanks, Josh, you <laughs> brought this to my attention. But yeah. were, was, wow. was there a, was there a. Yeah, I can't believe you're asking this question because it was a major struggle and actually still is a major struggle to, for me. Uh, and I just got goosebumps again. I think um, after mom and dad had passed and, um, you know, you're, you're dealing with that immediate, you know, yeah. just trying to survive and then how to look after their estate and all of that, you know. But so then I started seeing uh, in Canada, we had this crazy thing called the the truckers convoy and mm -hmm. you probably heard about it so yep. there's a whole group of people that were coming into ottawa yep. to protest you know the restrictions that we had and um you know i looked at who what was behind that who mm -hmm. were the leaders where did this start and it was clear yep. that they had nefarious backgrounds yep. right they were not they were kind of uh, not kind of they were racist leaning uh di division uh separate right. separatists that kind of you know what that was what was behind now the people that participated not necessarily right because yeah. they were upset about covid like we all were right we were tired of all of it right mm -hmm. but anyway i had some people that i really respected and and uh, trusted and who started lining up on that side of the road and i'm like i got pretty mad i got into a lot of conversations offline i never posted back online maybe they made yeah. a post and i go Argh! you know but i would i did contact a few of them and say you know like i cannot believe you're going down this path you know because i've lost two parents because of covid it's real right. dude you know and it's uh, we need protections for especially for the vulnerable population right. right 
and maybe that's where we could have done better is really looking after the vulnerable populations of you know people who are immune deficient and all of that yeah. that's hindsight now um but yeah i was angry for a long time and still a wee bit angry i'm still trying to work it out because it's it's i have to figure out why why am i angry it's not yeah. it's not their problem i'm angry so i got to figure out why do i have that still have that some of that feeling in me right and so I'm still working through that. But yeah, I was, uh, I went on, uh, I had a couple of really difficult conversations with people yeah. uh, about some of the ways that they were thinking. Yeah, I only, I, I only say that because, you know, you and Paul do have some, some, yeah, like some, a couple some, of some couple of yeah. things that were, that you have not agreements on, but you were able to have that conversation. And, and I've seen that happen where it doesn't happen that often. And you guys became like really good yeah. friends really quickly. Yeah. And so when that was happening, you know, I'm thinking, and you know, part of it is, you know, uh, you know, my company is be awesome mm-hmm. and everything's I'm always awesome. I always have to be awesome. Right. You, you yeah. can't, it's, it's impossible. It's an impossibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I've told people this, you know, I lost my grandmother two days after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm 47 years old and she was five days from being a hundred and a half. Right. And she died doing what she loved, which yeah. was sweeping the deck and getting ready for a party. Yeah. So, like, uh, she ate Portuguese rolls. She hadn't eaten solid food in like eight years, and she was stealing Portuguese rolls all day. So she, she went, she went about as good a way yeah. you could go and yeah. have it on. And yeah. and so you know, I talk to people that that say stuff to me, and I say, I, I want to be upset, I want to be angry, but how do I do that when I had such a life, a long life with someone, and I got to spend more of my life with with someone that most people spend with their own parents right yeah. but but i've had a couple of moments where you know someone said something kind of silly or stupid that 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 bothered me and i was sitting there going man that that bothers me how do i react to it and with social media and you're such a social media i we we have a difference of opinion yeah i believe that social media has a purpose if everybody was like you on social media which I, I haven't looked at a lot. I, I don't go on social media and right. look at stuff, but from what you tell me yeah. and the limited things that I see, and you like and comment on just about everything mm-hmm. kindly mm-hmm. on my Be Awesome page. Yeah. Um, if everybody was like you on social media, the then social place. media would be, would be a much better <laughs> place. It would it would be a much better place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it but but it isn't. And so um I think that people just they, they need to respect someone else's view and yeah. respect their well, opinion. You know, yeah. I, I was always told that it it's right because it's your opinion and, and no one can tell you that your opinion is wrong because it's your opinion. Right. They might disagree with what your opinion is. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, in the end, I, I mean, give me, give me the good old days. And I, I can't believe that I'm using that term, but give me the good old days where <laughs> much time you know, politicians in the U S would get on that floor and they would debate back and forth. And then at the end of the day, they'd meet down at the corner and and have a couple of beers together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we need to get back to that. There's more that we have in common than the few things that we don't agree on. Right. Right. As human beings and as as people who, you know, want to help those around them. Right. And, and, you know, I know my parents were in their 80s. Right. And uh, they're not going to live forever. I knew that. And so you like, you, like you, some yeah. people say, Oh, well, you know, they were old. So, you know, that kind of pisses you off. Right? <laughs> and, uh, but, but they're my parents. Right? right. And they meant a lot. Right. I mean, my mom and my dad were like, you know, we had, I only lived a 
two kilometers from them, right? And so we were <laughs> we were all the time together. My mom was also very much like me. She liked to be very positive and post-positive. And the other thing that she would do on my social media, and my good friend Sean from the DFA from the West, he uh, he does it all the time, right? So I post something and he'll c- comment and make fun of me. And my mom would get with Sean and make fun of me as well. So they they had this special relationship. And another funny story, Sean, we were at Asbo International in Portland yeah. and he met Angie. And Angie, I introduced them and Angie goes, uh, oh, you're Sean, you're Facebook Sean. So she knew him from <laughs> the, the funny comments that he makes on my, on my post. But uh, I did want to say this um, because I think it's important because, you know, all things happen for a reason. Um, I was telling Josh last night that we, that I made a decision in the summertime uh, before my parents passed to uh, train like an Olympic athlete. I've always been an athletic and and have done things, but I've always drank and ate whatever yeah. I want and that sort of thing. But I said, I'm going to just try this. I'll clean, clean living for a bit. And so I gave up alcohol and I gave up, um, you know, chips crazy right don't do it i know and uh so so i'm eating healthy and all of this and and it really made a huge difference but why i'm telling you this story is because um during the pandemic pandemic prior to this commitment i made to myself to compete in the canadian national masters weightlifting was that i was drinking way too much right i was you know using alcohol to numb things that just you know and uh um so anyway i made the commitment, stuck with it. And so when everything happens with my parents, my default mechanism was always would have been to go at the bottle, you know, mm-hmm. get get beer, get whatever and, and zone out and numb out. Mm-hmm. And I'm really afraid that had I not been on this, you know, mission, yeah. that I, it would have turned different for me. Right. Right. And um, so I'm thankful that I had that, you know, providence, the way things worked out, I ended up um, competing in June uh, at the Canadian Weightlifting Championships as an old fart. And uh, it was fantastic, you know, and um, I'm going to keep doing it keep keep uh, doing Olympic lifts. So it's clean and jerk in the snatch. And, um, you know, and I haven't had a drink since since that time period. So it's been like 14 or 15 months. And, uh, um, you know, I, I really liked having a drink. I enjoyed yeah. craft beer like way too much. <laughs> but I didn't now, know I didn't know what you I didn't know that what you ordered last night was not alcoholic, by the way, until we had this conversation after yeah. I already had a drink or two. No, but um, so I, what I what I've learned, Josh, though, is that because well, the negative voice in your head says, uh, you can't. Yeah, you can't get along, you can't go to a conference and have fun. You can't right. make conversation. You can't uh you can't do this. And it's not true. Yeah. And I've, but I've learned it the hard way and I still have the voice, yeah. right? I told you last night that, you know, I got your invite and I was, the first thing that I thought was, oh no, you know, cause this is the introvert in me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go out, but I had the best night. Right. And uh, so you have to, when I, now I recognize the voice for what it is, yeah. push it aside and push through and, yeah. and we had the best night and I oh, had so great. many laughs. So oh, the yeah. food was fantastic. And we were in a 300 year old Adobe. Right. Yeah. 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 How many times can you <laughs> do that? It's called high noon. Anybody that comes to Albuquerque, yeah. go to old I'm, town and go to high noon and you won't be, won't be disappointed. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to your tattoos and, and all of these things. And, and then you talk about signs and I, I don't want to share a sign that I had, um, and so, so, so my grandmother had fallen on their, her deck and 
the paramedics and firefighters came. And thankfully, Chris Mills, who was on either the episode before or after this, because I haven't released it yet, but I recorded it with him um, in our, the, the Eastern Community Access TV studio earlier this week. Um, he was one of the paramedics, which I was, which I was a godsend, right? right? Um, and um, so they took my grandmother to the hospital. My mother went. And um, all along, I'm just like, ah, she's just doing another one of her funny episodes or she's going to be fine or or whatever. And um, I didn't think about it. Now, my grandmother and I shared the same birthday. Mm-hmm. Right? She was she was my best friend. Yeah. And um, and so all of a sudden I'm, I'm at home. I'm kind of thinking about, you know, all these different things, but I'm not thinking anything. And um, my mother sends a text and she says, get to the hospital quick. She doesn't tell me anything else. And um, I called her. I got in my truck and I called her and she said, uh, I said, what, what's going on? And she says, the doctors came and, you know, they need to have all the family here mm-hmm. to, to say goodbye. And uh, so I've, I've got a, a truck and pickup truck and I'm, I, I go down the road and I'm, I'm doing a hundred. I hope none of the local police officers are listening to this, but I'm doing about a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm just flying because the last thing I want to do is I don't want to be there. Right. Like I don't want to not be there. And, right. and that's, yeah. that's the hardest thing. Like what you went through. Yeah. Um, I had the, I have the feeling that you, your parents left that you were able to feel that you you thanked them that you that you had the relationship with them that mm-hmm. that they knew how you felt and yeah. that's what my grandmother yeah. was the first person really in my life that I was comfortable knowing that I left nothing on the table like I told her everything I thanked her I loved her everything, but I still want to be there so I'm doing about 100 miles an hour I'm driving I get to the first of the lights I you know hit the brakes and all of a sudden I go the hell am I doing. And it wasn't how fast I was driving. It was the fact that because, starting on November 1st, all the radio stations played Christmas music, or most of them played Christmas music. And Christmas music is playing in our house and in our cars from November 1st until, you know, December 26th or January 1st, when it yeah. stops. And I was so angry because it's happy Christmas music playing. And I'm not happy. And so I, I hit scan on the radio. I didn't turn off. I hit scan. And all of a sudden, on this first station I stopped at, the voice singing says, they say in life you die twice. The first time when they bury you and the second time when they stop talking about you. Uh-huh. And it, I went to the hospital and I, I talked to my grandmother. I told her it was okay. And it's, it's that time. And I went home and I told Amy and she says, yeah, it's a song by Macklemore. It's called Be Glorious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, is that real? And I looked it up and it's an Egyptian belief that you do die twice. It's when you get buried and then when you get put in the ground. Yeah. I share with you that yeah. my grandmother and I shared the same birthday. Yeah. June 5th. The title of the album is Gemini. Oh, really? And I sat here and I said, what are those chances of those signs happening that there wasn't this, yeah. some sort of something yeah. that's saying it's going to be okay. And as long as you talk about me, yeah, I'll be with you. Yeah, and uh, and I think that eagle tattoo is in that in that video is exactly what what you what you've got, and it yeah. it was I was listening to you, and I'm just getting uh, I was just getting this feeling. I'm going, oh my god, maybe this glorious thing really was a sign. Yeah. And, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely so, was for sure. Um, yeah. Wow, and I plan so, to. So, sorry, go so ahead. Is it, is it time for me to share my sign? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we all have to have signs, right? There you got Paul. Yeah. Um, so growing up, it was just me and my brother. And my, my mom always said, I wish I had a girl. I wish I had girls. They call, they check in, they call home, you know, boys are boys and blah, blah, blah. My brother, 
um, got married, had four boys. When I got married, I had two boys and a girl, and my daughter was the closest thing you could think to a tomboy. So there wasn't really that legit girl girl that my mother was looking for, someone to check in and call home because my daughter wasn't someone that was going to do that. So come time to have grandchildren, first grandchild, or what would be my mom's, my mom had passed at the time, would be her first great-grandchild is a boy. So it's like, wow, this isn't looking good. So second grandchild is a girl. Finally, we, we get another girl. And um, we all go to a birthday party for my brother's first grandchild, which is a girl. And we're talking, it's Easter Sunday now. And we're talking, well, it's Saturday before Easter. And we're talking about, wouldn't mom be happy? Finally, there are girls in the family. So we leave and um, we go up to our beach house. And it's a warm Easter weekend. And on Easter Sunday, we go down to the beach. We're sitting around having a few drinks. And my granddaughter sits with me on one of the big rocks. And my daughter-in-law takes a picture and she says, Oh, damn, the sun got in the way. Oh, wow. There it is. Can you see it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. my mom. Yeah. For those, for those that can't aren't watching this, get and watch the video. But it's, yeah. it is the sun shining down on his granddaughter. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty cool. It's awesome. Three guys sitting here crying, telling yeah. sign stories. This, this is this it's is about that. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Well, yeah. Now you guys are killing me here. I, uh, I'm just uh, what, what, whatever you believe and whatever you do, it's a blessing to have people in each other's lives like this. And I, I appreciate you both being a part of mine. Um, and and I got to catch a flight. I, yes, gotta, I can't, can't get. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, man, I want to talk for two hours. We're going to have another conversation. Yeah, I'd like to do, yeah. do this again and yeah. uh, keep the Canadian connection. Absolutely. Uh, keep the, keep, keep the good, good connection to Canada going so we can get some more all dressed potato chips. Cause that's an episode right. in itself. And we've got some ideas that we're chasing down. Yes. Too, we, so. we, we, uh, uh, we, we talked, we, we gave a teaser with be awesome of silly management, yes. but we broke some bread last night. Um, and, and Aubrey shared some stuff that, he wants to do to leave his legacy in his, in his community. And uh, it's a lot in line with I, what I want to do mm-hmm. um, in, in, in the be awesome world. So we're going to share some more stuff as we, as we go past blueprinting this, Yeah, but um, we're on a mission to make some, make some difference in the world. So, so stay tuned for that. And uh, Paul, thanks for joining. I'm, I'm uh, that was a, that was a knee jerk idea to have you stick with us and for you to share that story and then get us emotional all over again is um, purpose. And I don't think you've ever shown me that picture. So now I'm going to be mad at you because every time, I, <laughs> every time I get something new that you get me choked up on, I go, damn it, Paul, why didn't you tell me this sooner? So um, yeah, I love you, my friend. Thank you for sharing you that. Too. Thanks for coming on here. Uh, Both you guys. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thank this you. It's been great. It, it my, my old friend and my newfound friend. Yes. Awesome. I, yes. I love you both. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, listen, enjoy the rest of your trip. Thanks, Thanks for all that you do. Appreciate the heck out of you being a friend and uh, and sharing this because that's not easy. That's that's not an easy story to share. 
uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And, and we will be back to give people some more updates on the good stuff that we're doing. Uh, in the meantime, if you're listening to this podcast and we've earned your five-star rating and review, that's what helps build our credibility, our presence, people knowing that to give us their time to listen. So give us that five-star rating review only if we deserve it. If we don't, send Paul an email because he's my complaint <laughs> department, paul at beawesome.com. If we've earned that five-star rating and review, I want to get you a free t-shirt. That's the difference. Paul gets the complaints. I get the free t-shirt request, but send me your name, address, shirt size, and uh, we'll send you a free t-shirt, uh, shipping and handling included. Uh, 50 states, and we'll do a couple for Canada because I'll tell you right now, shipping a t-shirt to Canada is about 40 bucks. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> crazy. Although, if you do it quick enough, I can put a couple in Aubrey's yeah. suitcase I'll, and I'll, I'll have to ship them from Canada to deliver. <laughs> but uh, no, this is this has been a great start to the year. Uh, thank you for all your support. And uh, in the meantime, if you can be anything, be awesome. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. <laughs>